Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, everybody in between. This is Feature This, a fan edit podcast. And we have uh, probably listened to that tune. You probably heard some. Oh, you got a little mood ambient lighting. lighting here. Mood lighting, yeah. All, very nice. all red for the horror, for recording. horror movie. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we are going to be tackling yet another horror film. We've done a lot of horror films lately. And uh, I want to talk real quick, catch you guys up on My what? name is Donna. <laughs> yeah, my bad. My bad. You're right. It was very wrong of me was, to not yeah, introduce my guest. You're just going into... One of them, Donna, if you didn't hear that, that's Donna's here. Hey. And Ethan. Hello. How's it going? We're going good. Hey. Uh, hey. Hi, Ethan. Hello. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hey, all right. Yes. So, um, about a week or so, a couple Are weeks. Are you going to introduce me? I just did. Ethan from <laughs> Gary B. Hello. <laughs> How's it going? Oh, hey, I'm hey, Donna. Hey, Ethan. Donna's here, too. Hey, Donna. Hey. All right, cool. Hey, Bezo. <laughs> what? Hey. hey. You didn't introduce yourself. I did. <laughs> oh. You gonna introduce me? <laughs> so, hello, <laughs> hey everybody, hey everybody, yeah, that's me. I heard you. You hear me? I hear you. Really? Basically. Oh, wonderful. All right. So, um, a couple of weeks ago, I hey, I lost all audio on my head. We yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah. you're wait. Give me one sec. Let me. Uh, oh, jeez. Okay, I'm it's, good. Beca- it's because I was adjusting the wrong one because oh. we changed the lights. Okay, I think you're good. Sorry. That's okay. So- Hello. Wait, let's <laughs> see if we can get you a little more. Yeah, no, no, no. It was good. Now it's cracking. Now it's cracking. Yeah. Hello. Okay. That's good now. Good okay, now. we're good. Sorry. All right, so um, about a week and a half, week and change ago, I did an episode on um, on a film called, uh, West, one of Wes Craven's movies called New Nightmare. The edit was called Dark Nightmare. And that Nightmare on Elm Street movie um, reminded me a lot of Scream. It was the movie that Wes Craven directed before he directed Scream. And uh, New Nightmare has characters in the movie who are the actors and actresses who are in Nightmare on Elm Street. So the actors who played the characters are actually characters in this movie. And it really it really sounded like it was like a scream um, 
it, it looked like it was like a, a precursor to what would be Scream that of what that Wes Craven would have done. Following that, we ended up doing a fan edit uh, episode on. Um, Cuddly Ninjas, Insidious 2. Sinister 2. Sinister. <laughs> Is it still misnamed? Probably. No, I, I renamed Ryan. it. Yeah. Sinister 2 called... Uh, you got me. Insidious 2 called... Uh, Sinister... Wait, was it Insidious? It's or Insidious. Sin- okay. Insidious 2. Chapter How do you remember two. them? I, it, I don't know. I don't know. I, just, I, I can't remember It's them. really tough to remember that. Between that and The Conjuring, Sinister, Insidious, they're all kind of mixed together in my brain. Okay. Especially The Conjuring because it has the same people in it yeah yeah totally uh, patrick wilson and whatnot um so when we were doing that episode uh, insidious 2 the fan edit um cuddly ninja had mixed in a lot of goblin music to, goblin. Re- to replace the score you know who goblin is now yeah yeah you familiar you I mean, you've I gone I, and listened I to a bunch of goblin i couldn't l- pick him up in a line out or anything pick him up in a line the, out, them whatever it is yeah it's them it's multiple I thought it was one dude no okay it's a team of guys yes it's a band yeah that's t- typically what they call a team of musicians <laughs> it's a band yeah okay i don't want to alarm anyone but there's an airplane flying outside <laughs> <laughs> so um come to find out um scream is uh there was a guy a fan editor i didn't look up his name i feel really bad can you Ulo, Ulo, no erlu okay Ulu, erlu is the name of the fan edit i can uh yeah. that's the yeah. name of it yeah yeah so yeah Why? what does that mean i'm not entirely sure maybe we can look it up while we're doing this um obviously we did a shit ton of, pr- of show prep here we hey did, did you watch this because you knew that this weekend i ran out of shows to watch and so i was watching the mtv tv show scream no, I hadn't. I didn't even know there was an MTV TV show called Scream. Well, there is. Oh, it apparently. just got added to Netflix. What? Yeah, <laughs> it's not good. So um, this edit of Scream that we that we watched is uh, it's one of these really kind of interesting edits where they 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 do an overhaul of the whole thing. This is not. It feels like it's an old school VHS edit, even though you can get it on the DVD version. Guess what? What was that? We own this movie on VHS. That's true. We just watched it last year on, on VHS. VHS. <laughs> yes. So it's not only is this uh, edit um, cut to look like a VHS, so it's like cropped. It's got the four by three sort of ratio. There's a whole bunch of distortion that looks like tracking problems on a VHS, which is some really cool uh, look to it. It actually gives that old school flavor. But there's a lot of little added things to it to the to give this old ex- uh, to give an experience like an old. Uh, you know, the old classic early 90s, late 80s experience of renting a VHS. Is it this one? Is it? That's it. Erlo, U R L O. Who's the editor? Gallio? That's, no, it's called the Gallio Cut. Yeah. But the uh, artist that did it is um, Erlo. Erlo? Neglify. Neglify did it. Neglify. Neg, yeah. Neglify, he's a really prominent fan editor. His stuff goes way back. He's one of the big guys in the um, the the forum itself of the fan edit world. So wow. A lot of, a lot of cred here. Fan edit cred. royalty. Yeah. So uh, anyway, that's the history. That's why we're doing this edit. That's why I'm bringing you two in because you guys helped me with the Cuddly Ninja and his edit of Insidious 2. Okay. And so let's cut the crap. Uh, what'd you guys think? Man, I fucking hate this movie. Just the movie, not the edit. I hate this movie. Yeah, really? Yes. God, this movie drives me crazy. I thought it was great. Uh, what uh, What about this drives you insane about it? Uh, it's just really annoying to me. It's very 
it it was good when it came out. That only lasted that long. <laughs> About eight weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the end is like so sloppy, and it's like the dialogue is really atrocious, and like it's just I there's a lot of continuity errors that really drive me insane. I just really don't like this movie. All righty. What do, what do I like about it? Sure. Just a ca- uh, point I, counterpoint. I like, I like how it's on VHS because I own it on VHS and I like watching it on VHS. And I like the idea of like, uh, I don't think a lot of, um, uh, people that do fan edits, fan edits. And I haven't seen one that's really kind of messed with the actual like medium of the film. Well, I'm so not thought, talking yeah. about the fan edit though. Uh, are we talking, talking about, the, about movie. the movie or the fan edit? Well, I want to do both, but, uh, I, I was primarily focused on this particular thing that we just watched. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, we can't help but talk about this in comparison to the original, so that's another sure. I like the fan edit. Yeah? Yeah. I, mean, I like hate that, the movie. You like that more than the, the original? Mm, no. So equally bad? No, I, I liked it. I mean, it was an interesting direction and actually made me interested in watching the movie, which is more I could, than I can say about watching the movie. Yeah. The <laughs> original version of the movie. Hmm. Yeah, I uh, like I said, I really I thought he like edited a lot of stuff on this, and I thought he did a good job. Like the uh, specifically, like speaking just off, uh, is the uh, the the like actual film grain of the VHS. It mm-hmm. looked it looked it didn't look like uh, super digitally done. It didn't look like the think it looked like it might have been actually recorded in from the VHS. Like nothing looked like kind of. Cause like when you, when you do like a VHS filter on stuff, it, uh, it'll, it'll, the patterns will be the same in, right. the, in the, like in the grain or in the warping. Yeah. Yeah. And his warping, like, like the warping of the film looked like an actual VHS, how it kind of would get more intense and then get less intense. Right. And then like, sometimes it like the, um, the warping, like there was always like the line on the bottom of the warping. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at the very, very bottom and kind of a dent at the top. Yeah. But I wasn't, I mean, I would equate that to just being a VHS copy. Cause I know when we watch our VHS copy, you have something uh, like that. We have specific warbling like, yeah. to that VHS copy. Uh, so I really like that. There was like one point, when it skips and it looks really digitally. Yeah, I was I was kind of mixed on that because I like the idea of playing with something like that in the medium. Yeah, but it, it doesn't sell it quite well. It looks a little too uh, too digital, too little too pre-planned. I yeah. thought that yeah. was a weird point to do that at too. Yeah, because normally if you're going to do something like that, you knock it out in the first 15, 20 minutes just to kind of like get it over with. Or and, she, or he, I don't know who this person, the editor, could have done it while uh courtney cox and david cox are cut at that point in time oh they got married yeah they got married what or they were married or they got married they're still married no they're divorced that means that's the opposite of married (laughs) they're not they're not married Uh, not married yeah Uh, okay maybe try breathing into the mic more and you might be able to understand me (laughs) Uh, better uh yeah yeah like that was the only point with the vhs where i was like like if if you're going to have it fuck up like a vhs does like how he tried doing yeah capture it naturally because that did not look like it was captured naturally it looked like it was done in digital and the timing of it yeah because it's time to where it warbles i mean it's it's always warbling but it yeah it like 
skips. We'll call it skipping. Mm-hmm. It's not skipping. Yeah, yeah. But it skips for like four seconds, and then boom, it cuts to the killer in the background. So it's a purposeful he did it at that spot. It wasn't like he was putting the like transcoding the, 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 the movie into and his like computer a, like and then completely random and then it was random. It wasn't yeah. random. Yeah. And you can tell too, cause it looks like it just the way that it, a VHS wouldn't, wouldn't act like that. Yeah. I think it was a really good idea and executed at like 98% good. Uh, well, but you have yeah. to get that hundred percent for that moment to really sell. Yeah. But also like, I mean, there was like half of me at first was like, eh, I don't like that. And then, and then after I thought about it, cause it made me like think about it for a couple of minutes. And I was like, I mean, it kind of captures the kitschiness of the yeah. whole movie. So I excused it. Yeah. Good idea. Maybe try a different execution next time. Possibly. But, but aside from that, I mean, like I thought the way how the movie looked warped was sweet. Like it was really disorienting. Do y'all remember watching the original screen when it first came out? No, my parents wouldn't let me watch it. <laughs> what about you, Donna? Yes. What was your uh, take on it back then? Uh, well, like I said, I mean, I, I liked the movie when it first came out. I can't remember. I think I feel like I saw it in theaters, but I can't remember for sure. But I know... If, I know for sure I watched it on VHS and then I think I also had a DVD of it mm-hmm. later on. I liked it, but it's like, and this is one of the issues that I have a lot of issues with this movie just as a movie and watching it later. It's so nineties feeling yeah, that it yeah. is a detriment to the movie. I think that the, the, the sort of the forced aging of this edit along with the, the musical score, and some of the, 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 the throwbacks of like early 70s kind of things that it kind of feels like, I think that helps address some of that dated quality of it. Well, it helps kind of like, like date hide it, back. it. Like hide it. Yeah. I don't know. What are you, why are you just staring at me? I don't understand. Meaning it, it makes sense to use this kind of process of doing the VH thing, VHS thing and making it old and, uh, and, and cheesy uh, on this kind of movie, but it would make a, it wouldn't work on, I don't know, like a Scorsese movie or something like the departed or whatever. Well, you can actually get this movie on VHS. So it's not like it's that far of a stretch in terms of like applying that uh, effect. But yeah. I just mean that like, like it's too the 90s are gross and it's like too soon for me to watch the 90 like something that's so like painfully 90s and feel nostalgic about it huh like i've seen this movie almost every year since then it's always on it's like a halloween classic like you can't exist in a world where you like watch halloween movies and not catch this at least like every three years huh (laughs) <laughs> no, I say huh because like I saw it. Uh, I don't know if I saw it in the theater, but when it came out on you know Blockbuster or whatever, and then maybe once or twice after, and then there was a big long time where I never saw it again. A good ten, twelve years, maybe. Well, I watch. I mean, Ethan and I try to watch at least thirty-one horror movies for October every year. Oh, so you can't get away from it at that point. Well, no. I mean, there's lots of better things to watch for sure, and other movies. Absolutely. I'm just saying that, like, if, like, let's say uh, 
you know, we have cable or whatever mm-hmm. and we didn't go rent like a VHS of like some weird cult and never converted to DVD horror movie. Like, you know, that scream is going to be on like ABC family or some shit, you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? And it's like, well, yeah, I'll like watch it if it's on TV. I'm not going to enjoy it, but I'll watch it. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? But I mean, I definitely like the one thing I do with this movie is always watch it on VHS. So watching on DVD sucks. Yeah, I mean, we've watched it on VHS ever since we've had the VHS, or ever yeah. since we've lived down here, and our VHS right. player has been reliable. Yeah, well, yeah. well, because like it, it is, uh, it's like we during hollow during like October, like we're going into October, we always set the VHS player up, and then this is one of like maybe ten movies that are horror movies that we own on VHS. So it always gets played. But yeah. we try to go like we were talking about in the last episode, we try to go to Vulcan, the independent video yeah. store, and we try to get yeah. new videos that we haven't seen before. Well, yeah. old new videos. Yeah, 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 yeah. New to you guys. Yeah. 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 Well I just don't like any movies from this time this period. Yes. They're all exactly the same fucking thing. And it's so frustrating. Like yeah. I know what you did last summer, Urban Legend, fucking Scream, but like every fucking one of them. Scream Dracula like 2000, the- which I think came <laughs> out yeah. like 99 or 2000. Oh, yeah, yeah. Scream is like the jump off though, isn't it? Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I appreciate this movie and yeah. obviously I enjoyed it when it came out. It's just yeah. like I watching it now and you know, being a more intelligent viewer, yeah. I think is part of the problem, but it's like, I don't know. I, I don't know. So I hadn't seen this movie in a very long time. And I actually oh, watched. Yeah. What did you think? Well, I watched it last week because Bezo, what I did was, you think? I watched it before we did our episode with, uh, with Rory because uh, I had, a, I wanted to just put that in the queue. You watched a, the original or you watched this version? The original, okay. the original okay. and in preparation of following up with, uh, the dark nightmare episode that I did. And, uh, and I, I, there was a lot of things that I liked about it. Overall, it, it is weak and you're right. The weight of the, of being a nineties picture just kind of. God, man, it really holds it down. Um, but I, I was trying to like look past that to find out what the good things were. And uh, so I latched on a few things that I really liked about it that, that I think really worked. And you know, maybe you can cut me down if you size on these okay. things. But first off, I thought the opening sequence with Drew Barrymore was way better than I remembered it being. Okay. I like the version in Scary Movie better, and I have a feeling that that's how a lot of these are going to go. So go ahead and continue down your list. Well, I, I just want to. I just want to like. There's so many things that I liked about that sequence. Uh, you know, it does start off. You know, something's going to happen, but in a sense, it, st- it starts off at a very low sort of intensity and volume level, with just the phone ringing and her mm-hmm. answering the phone, and you have the wrong number by kind of thing. And it ends with her being, you know, gutted, hanging on a tree with her parents looking at it. You know, it's like it's a huge change from one end to the mm-hmm. other and I think it grows it actually manages to get from one end to the other without big uh, um, juxt- uh, you know just all of a sudden like it doesn't go from like zero to 60 in one little moment it, it really does graduate up there yeah you see this yeah. situation escalate yeah and uh, it, and in a, in a very kind of 
uh, there's like little tiny surprises in the way the camera moves and uh, and and how it and how it gives information away. Like there's this one little camera shot where it's kind of it's, it's like establishing shot of the house, and as it pans over, there's a swing set, but the swing set's moving, which implies yeah. somebody's there. It's like it's not just an establishing shot; it's selling some information. She goes to make the popcorn. Oh well, she's just making the popcorn, but then it's used in multiple ways. One, the ca- the killer on the phone can hear her making the popcorn, so so that triggers a conversation on the phone but then also the popcorn is what gets lit on fire later and sets the house on fire which creates that intensity that happens in the last part of it and the uh the popcorn itself is sort of like this thing that's cooking and boiling and getting hotter so it's this great sort of uh multi-pronged yeah like a yeah like a multi-pronged thing it's also the cool thing about the popcorn and the one thing i do like about scream is uh it's a giant meta reference like 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 it's a it's referencing the genre constantly yeah and it's referencing movies and that's what's really cool about the popcorn i think is it because it, it opens the conversation for them talking about movies and yeah well she the character asked what's your favorite scary movie yeah. i think or, well he heard well because she's like he's like what are you making uh or, oh yeah popcorn to watch movies yeah yeah uh yeah so i love that popcorn thing because it plays on so many different levels yeah. um i like when um you know when we do see the gutting or not you don't see the gutting of the the boyfriend well like there's a thing where she says i don't have a boyfriend so it sounds like she is flirting and then you realize then she's lying or she says you know i do have a boyfriend then you think she's lying but then she really does have a boyfriend and when he dies like this really grotesque thing of his intestines sort of falling out and it's like plays totally that genre you know and um and then of course you do have all the movie references which ultimately play out later And, and yeah most people forget that jason is not the killer in uh, the first part of the 13th. That pisses me off (laughs) so much. That's the only time I remember that is in Scream. Yeah. It drives me crazy. And so then, uh, you know, it continues to escalate where she gets killed and uh, like there's the scene where she can't call her out to her parents, you know, and then like uh, the whole house, you can kind of see where everything is because it really sets up the geography. Everything about... It's a good set piece. Yeah, yeah, it's an excellent set piece. Probably the best set piece Wes Craven ever did and it'd be interesting to go through his entire filmography and find a and it ends in like a similar set piece which is cool yeah that crazy graphic of uh you know her hanging from the tree well that's what i really liked about how the dude that redid how he redid the uh the fan editor how he redid the credits yeah and he like pauses on her hanging and it's fucking sweet dude yeah it's very that, cool <laughs> that is that is like of my favorite thing of watching fan edits is when they redo the credits. And my favorite thing is when they do it really well and like really inventive. Yeah. And this one, I was like, yeah, he sold that. He, that was huge. Yeah. Cause you're just like staring at her like in the VHS is just warbling and they f- picked like cool text. Cause I don't remember what the original credits are like. I don't I even remember. Don't remember them being that cool. Definitely not. Definitely no. Aren't not. they like the standard nineties, two thousands credits where it's like, fade to black screen and then it's like name 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 scream <laughs> and then it's like name yeah. name name over the it, it, high school intro scene well yeah, but that's the thing like it cuts to the high school portion and we don't see the names anymore so right at some point, i the, think it's an establishing shot of the school oh, there's, through the, the parking lot is I where see. the credits are coming so when you cut back you cut back after those mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah. possible i mean i don't he remember did a, he did a couple things uh, as far as edit goes on this film that i was like totally don't know how he did it like if he 
he pulled this from VHS, right? Is this actually I, from I VHS? I can't help but think that he did. He but might. if he did, it wouldn't have separate tracks f- for music. So what he would have to do is he'd have to pull the audio from the DVD, right. edit the audio from the DVD. Right. He also degraded the audio because right. the audio the audio has buzzing underneath it. So he adds that's, like... That's not necessarily true. when Because when you rip a... VHS to a computer. Yeah. You are connecting it through the VCR and it's the three cables. Yeah, but so yeah, if but you, you pull you, the Yeah, but you would you wouldn't be able to separate the music track from the dialogue track. Yeah, you would get left and right audio only. You wouldn't get oh, the center right, channel right, 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 right Unless yeah, you yeah, have gotcha, like a sorry. really nice VHS. Yeah, player. it just meant yeah. that you could completely remove the sound. Yeah. Sorry. Well what I think he did is I think he just put the video into his computer. I think he pulled the audio from a DVD so he could strip all the music because there's only one point where the music is really low and that's the end. And, um, and I think he added like a bunch of like kind of found sounds underneath it. Like, how people you can just like add like vinyl crackling under a track and yeah. like stuff like that yeah, yeah there are t- definitely times when he's using the 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 alternative score and mm-hmm. to drown out or to overwhelm what what the original score is but unfortunately the original score is still tied in with the with the sound effects yeah so there's moments where like the sound effects appear to be missing and he didn't go and rebuild them all from yeah. scratch but it gives it this cheesy kind of flavor to it as yeah. if the original makers didn't do that and so it just kind of it it's a it, it's not technically proficient but it sort of sells this idea even his like mistakes kind of can sell right right the, right the edit overall yeah but it's yeah. still really well done really well definitely done. yeah yeah it's definitely like one of the better ones i've seen i know i like everything <laughs> and like that's a problem but i don't know like uh like i was thinking about it and i was like because he always was like would this re- i mean i might be fast forwarding too much but you're always like yeah would it replace the disc? would it replace the disc or i'm the like VHS. this might replace my vhs <laughs> because and then i wouldn't have to hook up my vhs player and i think it would be like a cooler like I just think the ambiance is a lot better with the soundtrack and I think like especially like during Halloween yeah. I think I would much rather be in the mood to watch this than the original VHS I, I'm leaning towards liking this more than the original too if only because the original is kind of weighted in its time that it came, yeah. came out and this sort of augments that in a way that kind of makes it charming yeah you know definitely. so it, it hides it by making it more obvious yeah yeah. yeah. But um, in addition to, um, you know, replacing the score, doing that excellent credit sequence, um, adding sound effects, rebuilding some sound effects when necessary, he also s- kind of cleverly inserted in the murder of, the, of Nev Campbell's mother. From a different movie, right? From a completely different movie. I, yeah. I, I have no clue where it's from, but somehow Neglify... I don't. Yeah, somehow Neglify found this movie where this woman, who's probably in her mid to late thirties, is in bed by herself, and a guy with a black cloak who has a short dagger similar to the one that the Ghostface Killer uses kind of breaks into her room and kills her while she's on the bed and it's almost it's unbelievable how well that that he found something that sort of fix can just sort of drop into the whole scream world there particularly his sort of you know a, a, um 
amplified 1970s remix of it um, for it to fit so perfectly. And he doesn't just do the entire murder thing in one particular shot. He he drops it in periodically. So uh, uh, we get about five. We I think we go back to that sequence maybe five times, and it, we see gra- it, it graduating in progress each time that we do. Yeah, it looks like he takes all those like cut sequences, cut sequences from Italian horror films, and it looks like it's like six different horror films that he uses. Yeah, Argento for sure. Yeah, or I'll just keep. (laughs) Yeah, that one scene looked really familiar from to me, but I couldn't place what movie it was. I like that he did that, and I thought that that added a lot to this story. um, But I don't. I don't agree with you that it it doesn't fit with the 90s. It's clearly not 90s. No, no, no. I, it makes it, it pushes it back further, makes it more older, makes it more like 70s to I me. don't agree with you. Really? Yes, because it's abundantly clear that it's the 90s for all of the original content of the movie. Well, I'm not saying it. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but it, it, it makes the film feel older. Like the whole movie feels like it comes from a different, it doesn't come from that fixed 1992 generation or whatever. I don't feel that way. It's, uh, they're really? very clearly from different movies and very clearly different time periods hmm. to me. For what? For you the- can tell from the warmth even of the film. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the coloration of the room. Yeah. Um, well, that that's excusable though because it's supposed to be in the past. a dream sequence to oh, the that's past. True, that's true. Right, but the mom was murdered a year ago. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> so, true. Like, I, I definitely forgot about Good that. Call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I guess to each his own. I, I liked how that looked. I, I, I do I do agree with you though. Maybe if it was color corrected to be a little to appear more like the '90s thing. Or maybe the other way around. I don't know. I mean, I like that, and I could see that working a lot or, like, really well in other movies, but the other movies that I think it would be more time-appropriate with are, like, perfection, like Halloween. Huh. Hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Because that's the same color. It's the same vibe that would definitely work better in Halloween. Like, if you made... If you took, like, the original Halloween, but you m- went more in, like, the Rob Zombie direction of Halloween, so, like, you followed that storyboard with the original movie and cut in shit like that. Yeah. Because there are yeah. scenes like that in the Rob Zombie version that aren't in the original. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there was a nice little uh, use of that particular... Um, that one of those little sequences where in the original she goes into the bathroom and then she hears uh, like a cheer, a cheerleader and her friend walk into the bathroom and then talk shit about her character and then she's like silently hearing it while she's in the bath bathroom hiding um, and then she goes back out to, after they leave she goes back to this thing and is crying well he cut all of that out and replaced it with her sort of thinking back about yeah. his mom di- her mom dying and so when it cuts back to her she's crying and you just sort of impose that she's thinking about that and that's what makes her yeah. uh, go to tears um, however, you know, the shot that precedes that, if you remember, is uh, uh, the Fonz is chewing out those two students for, oh no, the, the scene after is the Fonz chewing out those two students for dressing up like the killer. Um, and then later it comes back to the Fonz and we see him getting killed. I, you know, the movie does run long. It feels long. I'm wondering, uh, how you thought this about the original, about just taking out all of that stuff. I agree completely. And, yeah. The only reference you have to it is later in the movie where they say the principal's dead, he's on the goalpost, and the characters leave the thing. Except that that scene is stupid, and that's one of the parts where I'm talking about, because there is there is an exodus of the party, 
And that's when Billy comes into the scene before they go fuck. Then you have it while they're fucking, it cuts back to uh, Shaggy, Matthew Lillard, yeah. and all these other dudes hanging out with the uh, horror flick guy. Yeah. And then it cuts back to them fucking, which in this version, there's an imposed, like, li- literal, like, porn thing going on yeah it looks like some which is pretty tight or porn from the from the 80s or something and then uh <laughs> and then uh it cuts back to uh downstairs but now it's the outside of the house and more people are leaving and then back up to them wrapping up their fucking and then back down to the downstairs and they find out then that the guy was killed and that's when everyone leaves for a third time yeah, I, I was trying to piece all together because in my head, I remembered it as they announced the guy's leaving and everybody leaves. Yeah. Uh, they announced the guy's dead and everybody leaves. But then I'm like, okay, there's another shot of them leaving. What, what, I just, like my brain like re- acknowledged it and then like threw it away. Unlike yours, which acknowledged it and just fixated on it. Not because it's, it's something not fixating on because it's freaking telling you some people are leaving, some people are staying. And then it is inconsistent yeah. about who's there, who's not there, because all of a sudden you feel like there should be some people there, but then it's just him on the couch watching the movie by himself. Right. Yeah. I mean, you could easily alleviate that or remove that entire section, though. If you remove the conversation with uh, Henry, Henry Winkler and the kids, and then uh, you just remove that second exodus and the conversation about that guy dying, because there's nothing else happening in that scene. You're establishing that they know that the camera is in there, right? But you already knew that the camera was in there. You're right. You can. I was thinking going the other way, but you, I think your direction is better. Like I was thinking, you edit it so there's one announcement: the guy's dead, everybody leaves. But what you're saying is, no, 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 forget that part. Just show people leaving, right? And then the, because of the curfew, yeah. And it doesn't matter what yeah. that conversation doesn't need to happen because it doesn't matter if they're leaving. It's already assumed that they're drunk because the only next scene that would cause a conflict would be when they are speeding away and they hit uh david arquette and And courtney Courtney cox Cox. but again what i'm suggesting is that i would remove the the tape frizz from the scene with rose mcgowan and nev campbell and place it there because who gives a fuck about their conversation shoehorned romance is the bane of films existence. <laughs> uh, so that's that's one of the things i wanted to say uh, uh, a pro uh, on the original and this sounds like courtney cox's character at the beginning is like classic archetype bitch character right and but she ends up being the hero at the end with the gun who saves everybody and at some point the movie needs to transform her character so that you like her enough and want her to be that person at the end and that is not necessarily a given that it's going to go that way because like the first three or four scenes that we get with her she's mean she's obnoxious she's bullying people she's doing everything but in the one scene when she's talking with Nev Campbell and she goes you don't think he did it did you like where he, she has she kind of thinks that the person she accused of killing her but her uh, her mother may not have been guilty and then you start to see her character kind of transform a little bit and I think by the end like she is a different person I thought that was a an unnecessarily unnecessary character arc that uh that was done because courtney cox is just you know she has that charisma about her and she was able to pull that through well you could easily remove that uh pseudo arc it's like not even there's not enough beats to make an actual transition it's like three beats in a row of being a bitch one 
like half of a beat of being nice and then she's just all of a sudden nice at the end of the movie See, I don't know I might challenge you on that because there's a couple of moments where she's it's almost like she's pretending to like David Arquette's character and then somewhere when they, I guess when she leaves with him on the van, it seems like that pretending part has gone away. Right. But you could eliminate that though, because right before that section, she has a line where she's talking to the camera guy about having the camera placed in the house. And she's like, I'm going to win a Pulitzer. So it's only further implying the fact that she is a conniving fucking bitch. Gotcha. You don't have to have that conversation. If she's, if she gets control of the gun at the end of the movie and she's trying to kill the killers, it's abundantly clear that she's trying to do that for her own reasons and her own self gain, not yeah. protection of other people or not protection of other people without the implication of self gain. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I, I was won over by her. Yeah. So what you're saying is, she wasn't yeah well like don't keep it a pure movement and you're like she's pure of heart no i think uh by the end she's got this mix like i didn't expect to like her after the first couple of scenes with her and i don't think she's built up to be liked and then i was kind of surprised mm -hmm. to find myself kind of rooting for her at the end that's where i was coming from with that i don't know i think that i just i don't i think that it's uh the beats aren't <sighs> I don't think that it's a necessary development that needs to happen with that character. Mm -hmm. And I think that there are still contradicting points later on in the film when she's supposed to be a good person. Yeah. That I don't, yeah. I think that you could very easily remove those good beats and it would give the exact same vibe and the story would continue to exist without her because uh, you don't, she's not. A, no, I think you're right. I think you're right. If you did remove, for example, that Pulitzer line, that would go more to sell what I'm, what I'm saying. Or if you kept yeah. it in and removed warbled the romance conversation and then keep it where she's just straight opportunist the whole yeah. time yeah I can see which that is too. what she is in the second movie oh really see I don't remember anything about the second movie the second movie sucks uh, spoiler alert <laughs> it's because it's a sequel and <laughs> yeah. I play, I'm sure it plays all the sequel tropes too well, yeah. I, I just remember David Arquette and her are like together yeah they're like yeah. fucking but she like comes to the college that Nev Campbell's going to then mm -hmm. and she uh, she's like Billy's getting released from prison or the murderer guy Lee Schreiber yeah, yeah the guy from Spotlight he's so cute <laughs> he's so good in Spotlight wait who is that is it? such an under rated performance yeah he was great in spotlight Wait, who, he's who, who, the man he's the he's head the, of the newspaper the that new, comes in the new boss that runs the spotlight team yeah who is he in this one? he's the mom's murderer he's on there like are flashbacks of him in this movie yeah. yeah there's like three he <laughs> it's like one but really three <laughs> i don't i don't remember yeah that you see him like getting into a car and he's looking at the camera like yeah god damn it yeah kind of thing. there's some pictures of him too yeah in this movie yeah you missed it bro huh let's yeah. hear more about and, ethan's and, expert opinions about and, why this movie rules <laughs> and this not only is he in the original but he's in this edit it's not like he was cut out yeah yeah Huh. Well, why did they do that? He was also in the trailer for the sequel yeah. at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah, that was really cool. I like that. Like uh. the old school VHSs with the, the, and now your feature presentation do, 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 do. Yeah. had a little trailer that, uh, that preceded yeah. it. Yeah. Get uh, out more, man. You got to watch more VHSs. No, VHSs <laughs> all had that stuff. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. I've never seen it on a DVD. 
What? Oh, really? You've well, never not, seen... Not that I recall. You've never seen trailers on a DVD? Not like that, with the blue background, the white text, and that melody. Hmm. Like you know? You're missing soon. out. <laughs> I guess maybe you need to come back onto the Gary Busey Town Massacre and watch some of these shitty old movies. You need to start watching movies. some of the oh, no. shit movies that you we watch. me down with the Bikini Model Academy. And <laughs> wait. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I was just going to say, like, wait, you were just on one, yeah. and I totally forgot about Bikini Model Academy. I was thinking oh. about Fear and Loathing. Oh, yeah, you were on Fear and Loathing, too. Yeah. 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 Wait, wow. Good times, was guys. After Good that. times. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There, there was one other high praise I wanted to at least give to the a original. Bikini Model right. Academy. Yeah. Well, we'll get ready Edit for me to that. rip it down. I liked that the last half of the movie is all in one location. Because yeah. you don't know who the killer is, and uh, they, they, everybody's going to this party, and you're just yeah. like, okay, so there's going to be a party, another kill or whatnot. Yeah. And sure enough, but but there's the party, and then the cops show up with Gail, or the Gail shows up, and yeah. that adds in a completely different dynamic. So then you have the killers, you have the protagonist, you have the cops, and you have the reporter all in one location. And I remember when I was watching this, I was like, how are they going to, at some point the script is just going to cut short and then move to a different scene at some point but no 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 no. they stayed there the entire time in yeah. the in the house and they played well, out the entire rest of the movie there and i really like that they committed to that location and using that space yeah. and people leave and people come back and things are different each time they leave and come back they and chase each other all around the house yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i really thought i really like that they use that space because that was yeah. that was not the easiest way to to continue that to play that role out but uh, they really committed to it and i really enjoyed that they were able to do that effectively yeah that's great. That's great. Uh, unfortunately, some of the dialogue, you know, it, it is, uh, man, it feels it feels very dated. Even some of the color, the color palette feels very, you know, like like you said, from the nineties. Uh, well, the cell phones, gross. <laughs> those gross cell phones. Okay, look, here's the problem that I have with the original. Your boyfriend got stabbed by this guy. Why you're yeah. touching him when he comes back to life and falls down the stairs? Don't you notice that there's no, no cuts in his fucking shirt? Yeah. I, see, part of me is like, yeah, she's not really looking for that. <laughs> she's in a state of distress. Yeah. She's a dumb bitch. Whoa. <laughs> I see. That's another thing that I like. Uh, no, no, not that she's a dumb bitch, but uh, there's a scene earlier where she's like, well, no, they're just stupid horror movies because they're in a, she should be, she shouldn't run up the stairs. She just go out the front door. And then in that exact same following sequence, she actually tries to yeah. run out the front door, but it's locked. And then you see her running up the stairs. Yeah. Like there's a little, there's little tiny little moments like that that Wes uh, the, uh, the writer or Wes Craven or whoever has sort of inserted into this so it's it's got a little more depth I think than what it gets credit for one of my favorite but it's still painful to watch one I of don't think so people love this movie and think it's like the greatest thing because it is so meta Hmm. Yeah, that's what's good about it. But one of my favorite things... <laughs> fucking case in point, my friend. One of my favorite things at the end like set piece is when Courtney Cox, you're like, oh, she's going to get away. And then she instantly crashes. <laughs> Just like she gets nowhere. I love that part. Here's another idea I have for a fan edit of this movie. You can okay. keep everything exactly the same as in the original. If that's okay. what you want to do, this is a free fan edit idea right, for you. So it's based off of the idea of, uh, or the premise of, do you remember when Rose McGowan was dating Marilyn Manson? 
Because it was about the time that this movie yeah. was made. Yeah. So I want every time that she comes into shot. Tell every a little Marilyn Manson cue. <laughs> yes. that, that That's the roll. only edit that I want in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would like that. I know, right? Speaking of adding music, I thought that uh, almost every single time that this editor added music to it, it worked. There was one yeah. time. There was one time, and unfortunately, it was like a very critical time that I think he added the wrong music at the end. At the end. Yeah, it, has, that was a questionable choice. Yeah, uh, and the whole sequence with the final conflict that ends up with the the shooting of uh, yeah, the, it the wasn't as, as intense Depp. as you wanted it to be. No, it's a, it's kind of a lighthearted kind of sing songy kind of music. Yeah, and it needs to be that should have been the most intense. Blah, 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 kind there was of music. a couple ones that I questioned. There was that one. I think. Donna, you playing video games over there? I was reading my notes and I forgot to silence my phone. I'm sorry, but you'll be happy to know that Sidney Crosby got the game winner in the TBL Pens game. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, There was a couple questions I have about how you feel about the music. I think that one, the song choice at the end, questionable. You can go... You can go either way. I think the way that he kind of rolled the ball on that was keeping it kitschy and keeping it lighthearted and keeping it kind of cheese. Almost ironic. Yeah, which is fine. It's a fine choice Like because you can either go super tense or kind of kitschy, and he went kind of kitschy, and it's fine. Uh, the one thing that I'm curious about. And the same thing happened in, um, what would you do? Sin- sinister insidious too. insidious, like the same thing with that, with goblin that I don't think I really brought up. And it is something that I question if I would do, if I were to be picking out music is they use a lot of the same songs multiple times. They return to them, right? Which is fine. But I don't know if I would do that. Uh, the trick on doing something like that, and this is what I feel like I learned when I was doing the um, uh, the Blade Runner edit, is that when you use the same song again, what you're what you're really Calling saying, back. To the, you, yeah, you're, you you actually evo- invoke the previous moment in the movie yeah. where you last used it which is fine if that's intentional or if there's a thematic tie between those two because if there isn't now it just feels like we already heard this song before. yeah yeah and i think like jurassic park yeah exactly like jurassic park well ju- <laughs> that's different because that music that kind of music has a each time like well like when you have like a when you have music that's extremely melodic, it ties into a theme of that character or that moment or that scene. So each yeah. time that character or the moment scene comes up, you play that thing and it ties back to all the other times that, you've, that those yeah. characters are there. So it works in Jurassic Park. And it works in oh, Star Wars. Oh, I'm glad Wars that you understand my joke that I was okay. making. <laughs> well, I got the impression you were leaning against that as saying like Jurassic Park goes to that theme too often. No, no. Uh, okay, well, like, okay. here's like my thing is when the... They do move in herds. Every, every time you see the killer, he plays that like woodblock thing that, like uh-huh. with uh-huh. the delay on it and it's just it's like kind of those big loud yeah the crack sh- sounds yeah. yeah yeah he plays that and i like that yeah that's his theme so to speak that's like his theme but then multiple times during kill sequences except for the last kill sequence he uses the same um goblin song yeah uh 
I that's where I don't know if I would do it. I like the idea of doing it, doing the the woodblock with the killer. I definitely like that because then maybe you can use it like once to like throw someone off, like mm-hmm. play it, mm-hmm. play it at like a miscue. Yeah, yeah. And so they're like, oh wait, maybe that's maybe the killer. killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, but yeah, using the same music for multiple kill scenes, I don't know if I would do it. I mean, obviously, like with a fan edit, it's you're kind of stuck with using the same song if that's what you want to do. I mean, if it was an OST, you could potentially have like a reprise or mm, something yeah, kind of yeah. rift around the same thing. Cause I don't think that goblin song has like multiple parts where, where it'll sound a little different, but, but maybe goblin is big enough that there are cover bands who may have come up with their own. No, version. that shit would suck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Like maybe you could, I don't know. Maybe you could find something that's like in the same key at the same tempo and play it, yeah. play something similar, but different. I don't know. That would be my one thing where I'm like, where I'm just thinking about it because Rory did it too. And I, and it's like, it's not that I don't like it and it's not that I don't understand why they're doing it. And it, it definitely plays a role. It's just, I find myself thinking like, if I were editing this, would I do that? And I think I am, I like take too much fun in like picking different songs uh, yeah. that I don't think I would kind of, sense. I don't think I could find my. I don't think I would find myself overlaying the same song. I understand. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I don't mind it. I, I, that's the one question I had about the music. He left in the Nick Cave song though. And that yeah. was fucking rad. <laughs> Cause that's like the best song on the entire soundtrack. <laughs> so that was, I really like that. Yeah. Uh, so outside of the new, um, uh, the trailer that's put at the beginning of the movie outside the of FBI warning, at the beginning yeah that yeah, goes yeah super warbly yeah, and it yeah, makes yeah, like yeah. a fucked up like <laughs> it's fucking sweet dude i felt yeah. yeah i felt anchored back to being like 10 years it's old it's great like, it's great i was wondering if i bet i was feel like you guys like regressed too and that's why you started giggling at the whole butt thing yeah, yeah. They were both like in vhs wait what whole butt thing you're like hey bezo what <laughs> What? I'm not doing this again. What? Hey, Bezo. <laughs> hey, Bezo. This hey, guy's Bezo. lost it for like 15 minutes with Ethan just saying, hey, Bezo. And I'm like, and what? what? And then what did I say? <laughs> I was whispering <laughs> something to ask you, too. Yeah. I was having hey, Ethan Bezo. ask you stuff. <laughs> hey, Bezo. What? Did you got a butt? <laughs> also, you asked him if he liked the raisins that Rose McGowan oh, was yeah. smuggling. Yeah, really. <laughs> hiding raisins. <laughs> <laughs> Rose McGowan like, hey, Bezos, she's smuggling raisins. I'm just busting out my 14-year-old bits from this film. Penis 666, yeah. baby. Uh, yeah, I mean, I prefer, I wish, I if this dude did this to every single horror movie from the 80s and 90s, yeah. I would fucking watch every single one. Yeah. I would totally, if he did something of this same ilk, like, yeah. I'm Why would you have to watch ones from the seventies and eighties? They already are on VHS. Yeah, but like if he if he put in like different cool soundtracks and stuff like that. Okay, I'm just like, asking you to get specific because it doesn't yeah. make sense that he wants a no, VHS I've got a lot on VHS. Well, I will <laughs> say one thing: like, not a lot of people fucking rip their VHS into right uh, like a digital copy, uh, and. I will say one thing about horror movies. I fucking 
way prefer watching them on VHS. Like yeah, dramatically, better. dramatically Way prefer. Better. Yeah, prefer. you should see our copy of Children of the Corn is fucking fucked up. Terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so scary, scary as fuck. It adds a whole le- level yeah. of yeah, unpredictability. Yeah, because that movie yeah. is like wicked fucked up. Yeah, I mean, that movie like, is so scary to watch on VHS. Even there's like some weird like zoom ins uh, in in this in this edit outlander i don't i don't know if he edit i don't think he edited them but there's one where like the you zoom in from like a really high angle and it's like on a cop car and it's like kind of upside down and then like the the film like rotates and stuff or it's just like at a really weird angle and Uh. then it's warbling so it just makes you feel like really disoriented Mm. and like i just i love that like i i like that texture and i like the texture of vhs Did you know that I didn't? I didn't know this till recently. But after you know, a couple of years after DVD sort Wild of became normal, uh, became the norm. Uh, they actually started releasing uh, high definition VHSs. Huh. Yeah, it's like super high quality VHS. What, beta? That were, that were, no, Betamax? No, no. wait, no, no. But like, like comparable or even I don't even know if it was well, higher res than DVD. They might have been higher res than DVD because they weren't pixelated. It was actual film. It's VHS, you know. So, um, but you know, whoever had it, nobody ever had an HD VHS or owned HD VHSs. So. Uh, it was uh, something that popped up uh, years ago and then came up online just, a, I don't know, a couple months back when I saw it. We have a rat infestation. <laughs> yeah. Come on, get out of here. We're trying to do stuff. Brandon over here is uh, jumping around furnace. all over playing with the, the mix over here. It's the flea I'm just furnace. concerned that it's going to get unplugged. And yeah, he just keeps, he keeps jumping by the computer because we got a new computer and it's all big. And he's just like, oh, I need to see it. Get the fuck out of here. I'm doing important <laughs> things. I don't know why he's so Yeah, I know. Lately. I know about that. My friend had some. What? Really? Well, my friend's dad, you know. I've never, I've never some. seen these. I don't know what you're talking about. It's like the YouTube. same as like when people, when there was like the HD DVD and then Blu-ray came out like two years after and everyone was like, was like uh, bye. It was like two months. <laughs> Uh, I just I don't no, know. No, it was they definitely would... longer than two months because no. it was long enough for people to like start getting them, and then it was like, oh wait, Blu-ray's better. Oh shit. Well, there was a there was quite. A, they, I think they came out not oh. necessarily at the same time, Blu-ray later, but there was a big there was a good year or two where they were kind of fighting each other to see who was going to get dominant. Well, and Blu-ray yeah. was owned by Sony too, so they didn't have like any shit that they could put out except for Sony stuff for a while. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember any. Yeah. Of this. Cause there was like a, or it was owned by Warner brothers or something. Cause I remember yeah. like the only Disney. shit that they could put out was like, are you talking about HD or the, or the um, Blu-rays? Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like when Blu-ray first started, like HD DVD, like everyone hopped on board with, and then Blu-ray came out and it was like, Oh cool. Well, do you want like one of these four movies, like, Sony movies that came out yeah. the last year? I remember Serenity being the first Blu-ray that was mass produced and put out. Oh, God oh god no y'all aren't brown guys oh shit i wish it sucks i wish someone did you heard it here first (laughs) fuck firefly i want this guy to do children of the corn yeah yeah that'd be dope i'd watch that that would totally rule well i'm like trying to think of what you would use for i guess i'd allow if he wanted and he told us what his process was i would be okay with mailing our copy of children of the corn to him but only if he mailed it back yeah, i'm gonna right. mail brandon to him you fucking asshole cat <laughs> uh 
Yeah, I, I, I would like that. I'm curious, like, what would be cool? I was, like, thinking, like, oh, you could do, like, totally, like, just, like, 90s, like, insane, like, hard, like, techno and stuff. Yeah, that'd be sweet. <laughs> no, be you, cool. know what, you know what else would be, like, a funny one? I mean, it, uh-huh. I don't know. It might be okay. It'd be funny, though, for sure, is uh, Deep Blue Sea. The shark movie? The yeah. Shark. <laughs> yeah, because it's like equally cheesy. And also it's like that movie, I don't know that it was released on VHS. And I think that you could definitely cut some of the shitty CGI by having mm-hmm. the VHS effect Jeez, on I it. I bet nowadays finding any VHS from that era costs like $75. For oh, no. No, you just cheap. go to, you go to fucking Half Price Books has a huge. Yeah, oh, or yeah, Goodwill. Yeah, yeah, you go to Goodwill. I, so good. I mean, like sometimes they're expensive if you get like a nice good one. Good shit. Good yeah. shit. Like they do, they do a VHS. Oh, like Coven. Yeah, they yeah. did a, they did a VHS swap at end of an year. Like, uh, and he did not say that wrong. It's actually here in Austin, the place is called end of an ear. Yeah. Well, it sounds like end of an era. Oh. Oh, I've never thought I've never of thought it that, of that way. <laughs> I guess as someone that They're listens to music, oh, I'm not allowed to say you got it. Be my first. Oh well, god, my board is fucked. I'm gonna need to get a new board from end of an ear. I need to send this thing in. I was talking to them about warranty stuff. End of an ear's moving right down here. Like, oh really? Yeah, I'm not by supposed Vulcan? to say it. No, like by radio. I'm not supposed to say it. Where? Breaking Austin news. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Somewhere right here. Uh, we'll t- we should talk about. Yeah, no, it's gonna rule. Uh, yeah, but they did a VHS swap. Parking's gonna suck down our street even more, though. No, it's not. Yeah, even uh, we don't live by radio, so don't come to our house. Don't come to our house, bro. <laughs> we don't live in the ho- with a house that's painted like the Hulk. Don't uh, <laughs> spoil it. Don't just walk up and down our street and yell flea furnace. <laughs> Come out. Yeah, just look for the, the yeah, like we have it in Google Maps, like it pops up as flea furnace. You just like you go to your Facebook check ins and find it. I know. Sometimes I think about that. I got really I don't nervous know how to about add that. It to Facebook no, because on Instagram you can like tag where you're at for oh, photos. Yeah. And like I used to tag when we lived in Michigan when Instagram first came out, I would tag our houses as different places. Huh. And like, I would take like Sean and Miro's house as like the like soups on house or like soup house huh. or shit. <laughs> huh. I don't know. Okay. Uh, wait, yeah, this is what I was talking about. Right. So they do a VHS swap like every year and I went one year and it was the best in the world. I don't think he's going to get the reference though. Okay. Well, regardless, there will be listeners that will get it. Uh, okay. So we go to this like VHS swap and I'm expecting to buy a bunch of cool shit and no one to be there. You can't fucking move in there. Oh, yeah, really? I had like, packed. it was so crowded. Was I so had like an anxiety attack and I had to go she stand had to outside. Leave. No it was shit. so it was, crowded in there. It was yeah. insane. I stayed in there for like an hour and walked around. Cause I mean, it was in a, it's not in a huge room. It's in like a room, maybe like half the size of our house, mm. but there's like, there's like, 40 50 people there selling their vhs's and each one has like their own like small uh like even smaller than a like a uh, like a, what's the table that wrestlers throw other wrestlers through folding uh, table like a folding table yeah, yeah. uh they, they're like even small it's like two people to a folding table and there's probably like 20 folding tables in there and uh yeah someone fucking got a kind uh, signed copy of coven yeah, for like Sick. fifteen from bucks. Nice American movie. Yeah, 
in case you don't know what coven is or american movie <laughs> bezo how much money did i just win yeah <laughs> that's why that's why he said oh sweet yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. oh yeah i know right coven on. yeah <laughs> my favorite you know his other I, I like to listen to coven yeah. and listen to goblin at the same time yeah my Those two my favorite, favorite artists <laughs> yeah i like both of their I especially uh, like their blue period yeah i like i think they're both great painters yeah uh yeah someone got a signed copy i found on the internet that you can buy them though because mark bouchard how much are they mark bouchard was like selling them out uh they're like 25 bucks oh well. yeah yeah i was gonna buy one because I mean, I used that to. That kind of sucks, though, because that definitely loses some of like. Yeah. The, Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. That's so cool. Because that dude bought it, and then like all these fucking VHS nerds were just like, "Oh, swarmed up." Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, it was definitely like a thing of like, I never thought of googling this. Like, I never thought of googling that these things yeah, exist. Meanwhile, and you're all about fucking Buffalo '66 and his jizz shirt what? or whatever. I bought a movie called Buffalo 66 no, and his jizz shirt. <laughs> no. Oh, the Vincent Gallo movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, because I was body. all about... No, you can buy like Vincent Gallo on his website. website. Vincent Gallo has a website. And regardless of whatever you feel about Vincent Gallo, mm. whatever. Uh, but he's got a website and he sells t-shirts that he's came on you can buy on his website yeah. you can also buy a sperm for a million dollars so you can have his baby that's it yeah uh, yeah you want vincent gallo's <laughs> fucking kids sounds like a discount that's all i'm saying why why I explain can. what i can't you want vincent gallo's <laughs> kid do you know who this is did we catch you in yeah he's who's a, vincent gallo he's, he's one of the presidents right yeah <laughs> one yeah, of the presidents of the men United oh my States god of america hey, I'm, I'm sorry about he's the mixer guys the peach factory i'm sorry about the mixer i'm sending you ran in. into lump in a buggy marsh in the, in the spirit of talking about vincent gallo and fan editing there is an interesting oh, there's little, a buffalo 66 one there's a little interesting interesting anecdote in that there was a film festival and I forget which one it may have been Con or whatever but anyway Brown Bunny was released oh, yeah. Ebert panned it he didn't get he gave it a zero star review said Hell it was yeah. dog shit I hate this thing and he just fucking ripped it apart and it blew it up Vincent uh, Gallo Got, well, Vincent. Oh, anyway, that guy. Gatos. <laughs> Gatos. Like cats. Gatos. Gallos. Oh, Gatos. <laughs> Vincent Gatos. Vincent Ranger Nick. He goes and re <laughs> he fan edits his own movie in response to the critical reaction, uh, in part by Ebert and others. Uh -huh. And then Ebert eventually uh, saw the, the the new version of the of the film. And went back and gave it like a three star review and said, "See, this is what we're talking about here." Huh, that's cool. So, uh, so apparently, I don't know. See, but the oh, question is, Jesus Christ, this mixer's fucked, man. We, I don't think we can get uh, an old version of what the, the the original version of that film was and compare it to the edited version. I think only the new edited version exists. A brown know, bunny? Man. Yeah, yeah. You I'll keep an eye on Email him. Yeah, Just, you can definitely like find. I could his probably email. get a VH copy with him jizzing on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, if you give Vincent Gallo like any amount of money, he'll do whatever you want. I mean, that's a the lot thing of that, people are like that. That's the thing that sucks is like I really like I really like Buffalo '66. Yeah, yeah, I think it's great, and everybody hates Vincent Gallo, and I get it. 
you can't deny the fact that he's a fucking badass looking dude. And that movie is like filmed on all like fucking super eight or whatever. So it looks fucking sick. Yeah. With all the grain on the, yeah, it's and Christina Ricci's a total babe in it. Speaking of babes and sick looking dudes and grainy shit. uh, Fucked up mixers. Did you know that the person who would you guess out of this cast of all stars from Scream, who okay. has been in the most movies? David Arquette. Hmm. David Arquette, for sure. Yeah. And there's that guy from Spotlight, too. And there's Neff Campbell. Oh, and there's uh, the and dude with Shaggy. Who's, who's Shaggy with and the Matthew funny face? Lillard. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go David Arquette. Urkel or whatever. Yeah, too. Like I don't movie. remember what that guy's name Urkel. is, but the guy that Urkel plays was Billy. In it. He just walks in after someone's no, dead. He's like, did I like, do that? Oh, Jamie Kennedy. N- Jamie uh, Kennedy's also in this movie, but no, Billy is the boyfriend or whatever, and his name his Skeet name is Ulrich. like... Yeah, yeah, there yeah, He's is. like the huh. Johnny Depp knockoff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also uh, in The Craft, for those playing at home. <laughs> I, I would go David Arquette, yeah. Interesting. Huh. Well, you both are very wrong okay let me guess again matthew lillard Uh, no shit 160 some movies i didn't know there was a hundred sequels of (laughs) scooby-doo there's like four i think but that blows Uh everybody blows them out of the water that's amazing everyone else is like the highest the next highest one was like 70 yeah but i guarantee he's not like the highest paid out of all of them i don't know i don't know you're in enough movies movies. oh my god no courtney cox is definitely the highest paid she's getting that syndication she's getting that she's got that friends money yeah she's getting that syndication money yeah did y'all ever see slc punk yes yeah he's in slc punk yes oh that's a you love it yeah i thought it was really good really yeah huh I okay. saw it 15 years ago. I mean, it's, it's I like totally it like it. it's, I mean, it's like these like super clean cut dudes. Like, like, cause it's like your callback period. You're like, Oh, I haven't seen scream in 15 years or so. Yeah. <laughs> My whole life is 15 years ago. <laughs> like you're like literally the movie, a blast from the past. Like you've been living in a fucking fallout shelter for 15 years. And you just wow. crawled out and you're That's like, oh, scream was pretty good. Is that still around? <laughs> I wonder if Brendan Fraser has been in more movies than Matthew Lillard. Probably not. I think he's been think? in maybe 30 movies. Yeah. Really bedazzled. Isn't that one of them? Encino Man. Encino a Man blast 2. from the past. George of the Jungle. George. The, the, George not of the Dudley Jungle. The mummy. Dudley Dudley. Yeah. Rocky and Bullwinkle. There's only in two of those, though. Yeah. God damn it. I hate this. Get wrecked, dog. Look at me. I'm a fucking Brendan Fraser IMDb, baby. <laughs> we only have one more podcast with this mixer because I got to send it in for the All warranty. Right. Uh, oh, spoiler alert. That will be happening in the past because this episode will not be coming out until oh, after yeah, that. No, the, the mixer might already be gone and we'll keep you updated on whether or not they... Yeah, follow us on at cult Busey. At cult Busey to find out... Uh, yeah, well, I'm not going to post yeah, what's let, going on with no, the mixer let's on do, there. Let's do our plugs. What do you What do y'all Wait, have for it? I wanted let's to keep talking. Why? It's time. It's time to wrap it up. It's been like an hour or something, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh. We got a good conversation. We can save more for later. Yeah, I like okay. this edit. I'm going to just say that because I think that Ethan kind of cut me off and also wasn't listening when I was saying <laughs> that I don't like the original version of the movie yeah. and that I like this edit. So I'm going to go ahead okay. and reiterate. <laughs> I like this edit. I would recommend it. I still do not like this movie, though. Yeah. 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 Is it my turn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. 
Ten out of ten. It's a keeper. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's a keeper too. I would actually replace any version of Scream that you have, Blu-ray, DVD, VHS, or yeah. whatever, with this. I think this is a much more. It's great. It's a better presentation of the. Material. And it's also like no one is seriously sitting down to watch Scream on Halloween. You right. probably have friends over. Right. It's a very good version to put on if you just yeah, have people over totally. hanging out. Uh, but don't watch it with your kids because there's some some boobies. some vagina. There's dose vajay. Uh, and four whole boobs. <laughs> no, Again, five, five. I also five. five. Jesus, <laughs> fuck you, you fucking piece of shit. Five, because you remember when Nev Campbell flashes him on her balcony? Yeah, that's oh, what yeah, I was just going to say. In the original, oh. that's that. That's not there. They just dropped that in. Yeah, because it's a joke mm-hmm. in, in the original, scary movie. Oh, really? In scary movie. <laughs> they do that, and uh, it's fucking what's her name from. Smiley face and all that, but oh uh, yeah, she's great. Anna Ferris, yeah, and yeah. she Best. flashes. She lifts up her like shitty old person nightgown, and it's yeah. a fucking dude's chest. Yeah. <laughs> she's just like, woo, yeah. <laughs> so good. Anna Ferris is so funny to me. <laughs> I, Dude, you know what? Hilarious. Okay, watch this movie for sure. This movie is great. And then you know but what? Go ahead and watch, watch scary, scary movie. movie. The all first one. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's great. I don't care. It's funny. Uh, follow <laughs> us on at. Call it Busey. Uh, Follow me at Donna underscore bourgeois. If you don't know how to spell it, ask the, the cuddly <laughs> ninja. <laughs> f- follow me at X34ERB or just search Ethan Billups. Uh, yeah. Sorry about the mixer. I want to I wanna issue a formal apology. But it, I mean, we've been having issues. So yeah, yeah. But it's all going to be good. Man. It might be, be covered good. under warranty. We'll, right. we'll, fig- we'll sort it out on the next feature of this right that on. we do. Right on. And everybody else, thank you for listening. Of course, you can catch episodes of Feature This uh, Podcast.com or uh, subscribe to the Gary Town Massacre stream and yeah. you'll catch our, all of our episodes there. Uh, don't you have a Twitter now, too? Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know how to use it very well yet. But Wait, you don't know how to use Twitter? Feature This Podcast. You follow me at Feature This or fe- follow me at Feature This Podcast. I'm still working on it. You I'm don't, like, you so, don't, like, lame. Jesus, you don't know what your name I is? Am, I am not social media savvy, so uh, I totally suck in that field. But somewhere, yeah, I have a Twitter what are you talking about? Lying. You're killed oh, on Facebook. Uh, Your photo is yellow. And if you live in Austin and you want to go back in time since this episode will come out two weeks from today, uh, feel yeah. free to come to our friend's garage sale down Bad Jack. <laughs> 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 We're moving, yeah. so it uh, goes to a good cause. Yeah, and sorry sorry again for all the popping. I'm going to throw this mixer out the window. That's now. okay. As long as, this, as long as this thing ends with some nice, uh, what do we listen to? Some more Goblin here? You want more Goblin? Want more Goblin? We'll do more Goblin. <laughs> All right. All right. At 10 out of 10, it's a goblin. Sorry. That voice is too spooky. Oh, you got to say bye. Oh, yeah. That's bye. See you on the flip side. Thank you for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's a bye. (laughs) 